Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, celebrating 20 years of bringing the outdoors to Colorado radio, here's Terry Wickstrom. Good morning, this is Terry Wickstrom, and we are broadcasting live from the International Sportsman's Exposition. We're going to bring you a lot of stuff from down here. We're also going to bring you a lot of our regular stuff, too. We'll have our park segments, and we'll have, of course, Nate and uh, the Colorado Clays people. We just got a lot to talk about, but we're going to talk a lot about what's going on down here. Uh, By the way, um, the doors open here at 10. We are giving away a a package that's worth about $375 you can register for during the show. It's a a backpack full of gear. Also got some... uh, fan swag here so if you get down while i'm still on the air and get in here we will make sure that you get registered for that the lovely lady at the booth will make sure she gets your name down and and maybe you can steal a little something out of, from her otherwise and we'll have a good time but we're really the main thing is i want you to come down and say hi to me today we're going to have a lot of fun down here we got a lot of things to do in fact joining me from the show right now one of my good friends that uh john we were talking just the other day about when you guys moved to this time spot and how long I've been involved in the show. And I'm joined now by John Kirk from ISE, the International Sportsman's Exposition. And we figured it was somewhere around uh, 1999. Is that what it was? I think so, yeah. I believe it's the longest-running uh, person in the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I if you listen to my open 20 years on radio and 22 seasons on TV and I'm not going to say how many years as a writer because I'm only <laughs> 35. It sounds. I think I'm so old that I'm the longest person in a lot of things. <laughs> so that's. Hey, you know what? People who have been around a long time and do it as well as you, Terry, you are an example to people, and you've helped craft a lot of the outdoors communications. So your listeners should be grateful that and thank you for that because a lot of people do it very poorly, and you do it excellently, and it it makes a difference in how we present the outdoors to the public. Uh, it can be done poorly or well, and you do it extremely well. Well, that's, that's very flattering and humbling, John, but let's talk about the show because this should be about what's going on here. So let's start out. ISE, it's today, yet, and tomorrow. We've, we've had two days already. We're at the Denver Convention Center. Let's start first with a person who's never been here and wonders if he should come down. What, why would he want to come down? What's he going to see? There is no place in the state that will gather as many experts on as many outdoor topics and as great a display of gear and destinations both in Colorado and and around the world than this show and it doesn't matter whether you've never been in the outdoors or you've been it your entire life you're gonna find something new here you're gonna find something um, that you didn't know even existed and it's a big treasure hunt and I think that's that's really we all need to be motivated we all need to be excited um, and when you have surprises, it, it perks you up, and there's no better place than to do that than at this show. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I want to, you know, we, we've kind of taken a turn, too, that we always have information and tips for the advanced outdoorsman, the hunter, and the angler, and the camper. A lot of camping here mm-hmm. now, that kind of thing. But I, I was looking at our, our seminar lineup for today, and Karen worked really hard putting this together. I usually take credit for it, but I do absolutely <laughs> none of the work. I want you to know that. Um, and, but we really wanted to get back. I, I've talked to you about this earlier. 
we wanted to get back to teaching people to advance or get into the outdoors. And I think sometimes we started doing seminars and presentations to each other mm. in the outdoors. Like I'd Chad and I would talk about the difference in a small lure or something. Really nuances of technique which everybody wants to learn but you have to have the basics so let's get people out there catching fish first yep. so here at the aquarium tank we got we got this is the lineup for today we've got sam heckman who's qualified twice for national bass tournaments finished in the top 10 and what he does with kids in these bass clubs Amazing. is unbelievable he's going to do um, basic bass lures and techniques and I'll tell you, the stuff he teaches you, I take all over the world and use those exact same things. There goes Chad LaChance eating <laughs> leftover pizza. <laughs> and he'll be with us today, I think, too, later. And then we, so we're back. Then we got um, Dan Swanson with basic walleye techniques. Here's a PWT, Professional Walleye Trail Championship Qualifier, Rookie of the Year, and one of the probably the most knowledgeable people mm -hmm. in electronics in the industry. Absolutely. And he's going to get you started in walleye fishing. And then back to basics for trout walleyes, Austin Parr. What what a young, great young man he is and knowledgeable. And then we have this stupid walleye panel I host. I don't know if that's <laughs> worth coming. No, we, got, we really get into walleye fishing in depth on that. And we've got a lot of other seminars, and I'll let you talk about some of the other things that are going on. But there's something here for every level of outdoorsman, John. Yep, that's what we want. Um, I would say that uh, if people haven't been before, that they should go to our website, sportsexpos.com, and they should look at the floor and there plan. There goes Dan Swanson. I'm surrounded by <laughs> angling legends. They should look at the, the seminar schedules um, for today. They should look at the features that are on. We have an elk calling contest going on later. We have archery tag, which is new. We have fly casting ponds. We have a huge youth fair where kids can get their hands on gear um, and, and do stuff with guides. Um, is the casting contest today? We have one casting contest today, which is brand new. It's the Temple Fork Outfitters, and it's a combo casting, which right. is, you know, this show is about bringing all outdoor people together, and that includes fly fishermen who are sometimes considered kind of... Um, standoffish um and so when i pick up a fly rod i get real uh, <laughs> aloof <laughs> but we're we've we've been trying to trying to bring those two things together and chad lachance for years has been doing conventional casting on the fly pond so kind of like an alien in a you know in an enemy territory yeah but now we're gonna step it up with um clay and sandy roberts and they've they've created this combo casting pond which works with a bunch of your great guys like Chad Lachance and Nate Zielinski and others and they're going to be creating a team with a fly caster and then they're going to uh, so a fly caster and a conventional caster casting against each other so we've never had that before and that that'll be fun and then uh, the winner team gets just to donate $500 to um, you know a charity well you know it's uh, you won't believe between Nate and Chad the trash talk that's been oh. going on on the radio but it's not the way you think because you know, nobody's listening, are they? Those guys got a little bit of an ego, both of them. So they, but I've never heard them try to sound so humble and inadequate. And so they're setting, they're trying to lower the bar of yep. expectations. You know, Chad's claiming injury. Nate says he trolls all the time. You know, I think there's some sandbagging going on. So we'll, it'll be interesting. But come on and heckle them. You know, it's for charity. Oh yeah. And these are obviously, no matter what happens in the contest, these are some of the best anglers, not only in this territory area, but in the nation. And we're fortunate on my radio show and then here at the tank that we do get experts. These are guys that can go anywhere in the world and compete. Yep. And they do on tournaments and television and all kinds of things. So we've got, and that's true throughout the entire show. To, like, the hunting is the same way. 
Absolutely. Uh, I mean, these folks come in the, from the West and from Colorado and actually from around the world to talk about elk or mule deer or pronghorn or turkey. It's basically any animal that someone would want to hunt. And then we've expanded the content this year, too, in a couple of special seminars to focus on, one, Colorado car and uh, family camping. We've never done that before. Uh, we've uh, introduced another one um, on outdoor heroes in Colorado. There are so many people who do, do such good work and aren't known by the majority of people out there. And so we're going to try to feature a couple of them because they're not only improving the environment, but they're bringing people into the sport. And uh, that's absolutely essential. We've got another one um, that's kind of cool by Fit for the Hunt where they're going to talk about fitness and why you should try to have a regimen uh, if you want to hunt. And the cool thing is there, after they do it, they take folks over to the archery range and they do a few uh, exercises. And then try to shoot. Exactly. Oh, I know. And, you know, that's been a huge trend in the outdoors, the fitness yes. thing. That's why I stay so svelte. And <laughs> I work out by opening wine bottles. But but serious, seriously, if you're going to, and I've been on search and rescue missions several times, and I've done my share of hunting in the backcountry. I do more, more fishing than anything now, but even fly fishing. But you get at altitude, or any, even out in the plains, if you're not in shape, first of all, you're not going to enjoy it as much. Yep. But second of all, you can get in trouble so quickly. Yep. I just did an article on uh, outdoor survival in my column in the Denver Post last week, and the, the fellow that was in that article actually is here. It's the... Um, Todd Justice. Well, no, that's... Actually, we, he's, oh. he's going to be on the show today. Oh, Todd cool. Todd Justice. Okay. But uh, uh, um, Indoor Survival, who's oh, also yeah. here, they were on last week, so we're oh. doing like back-to-back -back survival. And, you know, the, the very first thing, you know, is you talk about is hypothermia and dehydration and those kind of things. Yep. And if you're in shape, you just can tolerate so much more. And you don't see a, an inconvenience or a bad feeling turn into a tragedy. And that's, that's the other thing. And all those things are here. And Todd, Todd that you just mentioned, has a great theater down here. Yeah, we introduced something called the Wilderness Camp. And it's got cool gear in that's handmade. And then Todd's giving three seminars, a little mini clinics each day, all free on the basic survival skills that everyone needs, um, whether you go outdoors or whether you're in a storm and you're in your car. And he's going to join us later in the show and talk about that. And we've been covering, I used to teach a class on outdoor survival every year. And when <laughs> I, we don't do that anymore because we haven't had time and we would devote an hour or two of the radio to it. But we've got so much programming, it kind of got away from mm -hmm. us. So I'm really glad to bring this back because it's so important, mm -hmm. especially in Colorado where things can change. But before we run out of time, I want to talk about family and kids coming mm -hmm. out here. You kind of alluded to it about the family camping. I'll tell you right now, we have a lot of things coming up for kids and for women and things like that. And But even if you don't get out here for those times, my grandkids were here yesterday, some of them, and our neighbor with their young kids were here the day before. And the pictures, the look on their faces, catching a fish, running the little remote ATV after oh, yeah. stay of the trail, um, seeing kids walk in here. And people think, well, I don't want to drag my kids. It's there's not enough for them. Trust me, this is Disneyland to kids. It, it, whether it's sitting in an ATV from Sun over here and the big <laughs> grin on their face or looking at the mounts as they walk through. And then you add that with the activities for the kids. And then we have seminars tomorrow. Uh, Brad uh, Peterson's going to do a seminar just based on how do you teach your kids to fish, right? Because people struggle with that. How do you get them out? In conjunction with that, Shakespeare has donated like 40-some fishing rods. We're going to give away starting at noon tomorrow. By the way, I'll mention right now, 
What we're going to do is you come at noon to my booth, which is right by the tank. Mm -hmm. Karen will give you a ticket, especially if you're nice to her and say something bad about me. <laughs> but it has to be a parent with a child. Okay, a child, you can have more than one child, but no kids unaccompanied. We'll give you a ticket. Then after Brad's seminar is over, he's going to go back behind the tank and give out like four dozen, three or four dozen fishing rods to everybody that has a ticket. Brad also told me he's got other giveaways, you know, some tackle and stuff. So he said he's hoping that no kid will leave without something. Nice. And we want to get him started. And just prior to that, prior to that event, Al Norker's doing something new, how women can get started in fly fishing. He'll be at the tank. Now, Al actually used to work for Wright McGillies with a different company now. And Al actually helped design a whole line of women's waders, fly rods, and things like that. He's always been just a pioneer of making gear for women and helping them get started. So that's going to be tremendous. And that's going to be, I think, I think he's at 1130 and, and Brad's at 1230. But go online and check. But the important thing is bring your kids, bring your family. There's something here for everybody. Absolutely, Terry. Um, yeah, and I think uh, you were saying that uh, they can sit in the vehicles. They can go watch the archery. They can actually learn how to cast a fly rod. Catch um, a fish. Catch a fish. It's all about, for kids, it's not just walking and looking. It's actually doing. And we've tried to provide um, some element of doing in virtually every one of our feature areas. No, it's just tremendous. And, and the, the other thing, too, is I'm going to be here the entire show. Uh, Karen and I host the demo tank. I want my listeners to come by and say hi to me. This is, I'm always broadcasting out or writing something that shows in the newspaper. This is my chance to interact and come and give me feedback. If there's something you'd like us to cover on the show, come and talk to me about it. If there's something you wish we didn't talk about, talk, <laughs> tell me that too. Or if you, if, you, if you think there's things I could do better. I'm, you know, I'm old, I don't take criticism well, but I'll, I'll pretend to listen. But come by and say hi because we love interacting with our audience, especially... 20 years on the air, it just seems phenomenal. It went by so quick, and we've, got, we've touched so many lives here. It's so fun to touch those lives in person. And if you do come by while I'm on the air, you can register for a $375 backpack and gear package that will be drawn for at the end of the show tomorrow. And so that's the, we've got our, our lovely assistant, and not the one next to me, the one on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> and, and we've got some swag from the fan. So, so get on down here. John, uh... What, what they can buy tickets right when they get here. What's the best they way? They can. Um, they can buy tickets online from our website and just show them on their phone. We now take credit cards. So you have to worry about just having cash. There are coupons online on Facebook and such. Um, it's, we're trying to make it as easy as possible for people to to get to the show and to experiment. Uh, great thing if you if you have a big rig and you don't like to park downtown. I understand. I wouldn't either. So go we on our website sportsexpos.com. We have a map where you can park over near Course Field. It's five bucks all day. You park in. There's a free shuttle to and from the show. Yeah, and uh, we're good. we're here till seven today. Yes, seven today, and then we. Uh, we reopen tomorrow at 10, 10, 10, to, five, five. 10 to 5. Yep. So get on down and see us. John, we got to wrap it up. Thank you so much. Terry Works from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoke Fish Company Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Terry Works from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest motorcycle and ATV dealer. In fact, Sun is all around us down here at the International Sportsman's Exposition. They have a Harley set up right next to us, a whole display of them. They have their ATVs and side-by-sides right when you come in the door, and they'll be joining us on the radio later. But uh, right now, we want to go right to the phones and uh, 
Joining us from Colorado Parks and Wildlife is Alyssa Slazak. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning, Terry. You know, before we get into what you want to talk about, um, I talked to your dad yesterday. And for those of you in the audience, uh, Alyssa's dad is Robin Knox, who was with, is retired from Parks and Wildlife from quite a while ago. And uh, we're celebrating our 20th year anniversary of the show. And your dad was my original co-host in 1998. So. Wow, that's, uh, I remember when I was a kid listening to him talk on your show on the Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, um, he wanted to know if you and him were the first father-daughter combination to be guests on the show. I said, I didn't know, but we're going to have a trivia contest over this year. Man, that might be one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right, but you're, you're with, you know, you have your own career in the outdoors now. You've been with Parks and Wildlife for quite a while. You're a, you're a, um, a wildlife manager up in the Sulphur Springs area and you know we've had really good weather people are out recreating but I think people are recreating year-round and even the winter much more than they used to uh, people just don't want to stay indoors in Colorado Alyssa and when that when they do get outdoors they tend to have interaction with animals and even this time of the year it gets even a little more critical doesn't it it does, especially on, on the weekends we're seeing more and more uh, people from the front range uh, coming up to the mountains winter weekends, summer weekends. It's really year-round now. Yeah, it really is. And there's a few animals we want to talk about, but I think one in particular that you wanted to touch on that we get some... Actually, I think we get more negative incidents with this animal than any other. People would think it would be a bear or a mountain lion because they think of those ferocious animals. But the one that really is, is the biggest issue usually is moose, isn't it? It is. Um, yeah, the moose are they're the largest member of the deer family, and uh, a mature moose is six feet tall and over a thousand pounds, and uh, they are the most dangerous animal we have in the state. Oh, I, I, without question, you know, I've I've spent many many months, years, and days in the outdoors, and I am much more uh, cautious, or I don't, I don't want to say afraid, but cautious and aware of a moose than I would be a bear or a mountain lion. You know, th there's incidents occasionally with a bear and rarely with a mountain lion, uh, but those really aren't, really are so rare. Is if you take the right precautions and don't get bears coming to you for food and things, but you can happen on a moose. You very seldom happen on the others. They kind of hear or see you and take off. But moose are, they kind of feel like they own the, own, the, own the property, don't they? They do. They're uh, unique in that they're really not afraid of people. They'll stand their ground, and they will allow us to get way too close to them. And that's the key, getting too close. And there's a couple other things we'll talk about, too. But let's talk about first what provokes a moose attack. Is it is it coming up on and scaring them? That usually doesn't happen. So is it just getting too close? Or is it a lot of times I know it's because you have your dog with? What, what are the things that tend to provoke? Or is it just surprising them on the trail? It's a variety of things. And there's a, a lot of moose that are habituate to people and we'll start to hang out in neighborhoods or in along trail systems uh but moose um a lot of them will will react if people surprise them and for a large animal it's amazing how well they can hide behind a willow bush but the main trigger is dogs because wolves are their natural enemy and to a to a moose a dog looks like a funny looking wolf you're absolutely right, and I'm glad you brought that up because we've had a number of incidents with people being attacked by moose in Colorado, and the huge majority, if not all of them, there's been a couple that weren't, but the huge majority of them involve dogs, and, you, and 
what people don't understand is when a moose sees a dog, like you said, they take it as a wolf. They don't run from wolves. They try to trample that wolf. And a couple things happen. If that dog was running loose what it shouldn't be and got too close to the moose, the moose is liable to chase it right to the owner and trample both of you. And the other thing, yep. if it's on a leash and you both get too close, you get the same result. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's what happens. The, uh, the dog usually gets out unscathed, but the owner is the one that gets knocked down and, and trampled and injured. Now, obviously, you should be... Anytime you're out in an area where you're not in the field and it's an area where dogs are allowed to run, and if it's, especially if it's moose territory, you should never have a dog off a leash. I'm kind of a, a big proponent of keep your, you know, people think they have voice control and tell a moose or a deer or some small game gets near their dog. And if they run off and get near that moose, you're in trouble. So the best thing is, if you're not, the best thing is never to take a dog into moose country. And we have a pretty good population of moose. But if you are out in areas where it's potential, you really have to keep them on a leash, don't you? Yeah, a lot of people claim their their dogs are under voice control, but um, when a, a dog sees a wild animal like a moose or a deer, uh, coyote, rabbit, uh, most of them will take off and chase it. And it happens so quick. Uh, uh, and the other thing, so let's take, if I'm out there, and whether it's with a dog or for some other reason, I come across a moose, how, how can I tell if it's going to be aggressive or not, and how should I react? So uh, some signs to look for. Um, if a moose is starting to get upset or angry, they'll pin their ears back, kind of like an angry horse will. Uh, the hackles, the hair on their back will stand up. And they'll start to lick their snout, sometimes sway their head side to side. And if the moose turns towards you and starts walking towards you, that's probably a precursor to a charge. Okay. And so. now, if that moose looks like it's going to charge, do I run away? Do I back away slowly? Do I, what do I do? <laughs> well, you definitely want an escape route because they're faster than we are. So if they are, look like they're going to charge or they start to charge, you want to run. And you want to get behind something really large, like a, a big tree, a rock, a car, a fence. Uh, you can climb up if you're near a house. You can get up on the deck. And uh, you want to get out of that moose's way. And if you, they perceive you or your dog as a threat and that threat disappears, the moose will usually turn around and go back to feeding or whatever it was doing before. You know, and people will find moose in areas they don't expect. We think about moose being down in these wetland marshes where willow trees grow. But in the winter now, we haven't had much snow yet, but as we get more groomed trails, moose have long legs and they can traverse through the snow. But if, if those trails, if the snow gets deep, they love to use those trails too, don't they? They do. It's, uh, they don't have to use as much energy to walk through, walk on those packed trails. So snowshoe trails cross-country ski trails, and even on our ski resorts. Uh, every year we seem to be seeing a few more and more uh, moose uh, using those trails as well. Now, I want, to nope. change, I want to change gears a little bit. We'll include the moose in this first part, but we're also getting to the part of the year where uh, moose and elk and deer are going to be having fawns and calves and things like that. So it's a time to be aware, even if you don't put yourself in danger, Bringing a dog out especially can really hurt uh, those young, can't they? It can, and it's generally the end of May and early June when those uh, fawns and calves are, are being born, and uh, the mothers will leave them for several hours bedded down, and dogs off-leash can, uh, can attack those young animals. They can also scare them out of their 
little hiding space and, and really decrease our chance of survival. Yeah, and another thing I want to mention, <clears throat> when you do find a fawn or a calf, don't, and it's in the, or alone, it's okay. Don't pick it up and think you have to rescue it. No, their uh, mom... Their mom put them there for a reason, and she'll come back for them. So picking them up also is ends up being almost a death sentence for them because it's really hard to reunite them after that. The last animal I want to spend a um, a couple minutes on before we run out of time, and that's the coyotes. We have we've seen a, a surge in the number of coyotes. They've learned to adapt to civilization. They're living more in the suburbs around, not only in the backcountry. And that is an animal also that can be fairly aggressive. What's going on there and how should we react to that? Well, uh, like you said, coyotes are extremely adaptive animals and uh, they can get very bold. And uh, we have in, in different places, they'll, they'll come up to people, they'll come up to dogs that are actually on a leash. And um, dogs off-leash can be lured away into the pack and attacked. Uh, but with coyotes, if, if they are acting too bold, we want people to haze them, to try and scare them away, yell at them. You can throw things at them. Try to, to teach that coyote that, that humans are bad. No, you're absolutely right. We're out of time, but I think the important thing is you and I, our careers are based on getting people in the outdoors, and we're not trying to tell people don't go outside. What we're trying to tell people is be aware of how you impact what's around you and what, what's out there so that you can enjoy it properly and not have a tragedy for yourself or affect the wildlife. And those are all great tips. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us today. All right. Thanks, Terry. Thanks and for say hi to your dad for me again. <laughs> I will. All right. Thank you so much. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company, Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. And, folks, if you haven't tried Honey Smoked Fish, go get a package today and try it. You will you will just love it. We're going to go right to the phones now. And joining us, oh, by the way, we're broadcasting live from the International Sportsman's Exposition. We're going to have lots of guests run down here. I want you to come down and see us. And we are giving away a $375 backpack and gear package. If you get here while I'm still on the air, you can register. But let's go right to the phones now. And joining us from the Arkansas Headwaters uh, State Park, we have, um, we have Andrew Maddox. Good morning, Andrew. Morning, Terry. How's the weather down there? You guys, you know, you guys have had one mild winter, Andrew. Yeah, the weather's uh, the weather's beautiful. We've been um, in the fifties and sixties a lot of days, and uh, and just having a, a great extended fall, I guess you could call it. Yeah, and we're going to talk more about the activities down there and what you can do down there. But um, first, I want to, uh, there's always new people to the area, and the Arkansas River Headwater State Park's kind of a little different park. It's not one little, it's not an area where you have one or two entrances. Kind of describe it, tell people where it's at. So we're located in the upper Arkansas Valley, and uh, our park, um, or we, it's actually a recreation area uh, because we're fairly diverse. But um, we start up almost as far north as Leadville. And um, we manage all the recreation from uh, near Leadville all the way down to Pueblo Reservoir. So about 152 miles of, of river. And um, we've got multiple campgrounds um, clear up north of Buena Vista to almost down to Canyon City, um, 102 different campsites. And then um, multiple day-use sites all along the river, which offer um, fishing access and boating access. 
um, wildlife viewing, hiking, biking, all sorts of, of stuff from from top to bottom here. Yeah, and I want to get into that more with you. But you know what I've I've noticed? You talked about the weather down there, and it's unusually warm right now, and that could change at any time. But what I've noticed more and more over the last decade especially is People don't stay in the house in the winter anymore. They get out ice fishing. They grab a, an ATV from sun and they go trail riding. There's just so much going on, and they want to go camping. And so you're almost like you're offering them. It could change to winter camping overnight up there. But right now you're offering almost, a, a like you said, a late fall camping and hiking and fishing experience. And it's been just phenomenal, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. If, if people are, are prepared for a, a little bit cooler nights, um, they can... They can have some really great days um, when it's sunny and, and warm here. Here lately, it's 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 been fantastic, and um, and you you'll have the place to yourself. There's not um, we don't have a whole lot of folks that are camping or 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 out using the recreation area right now, and so it's a whole different experience, and um, and and it's it's kind of kind of unique and kind of nice to see uh, in some respects. So let's talk about some of the things besides the camping. Come down. You know, some people just want to go camping. They want to get up in the morning in that brisk, cool air you talked about with a cup of coffee and step out of their camper or their tent. And just it's kind of exhilarating. And you have the mountain views there and the river. And it's just, you know, it's beautiful. And it's unbelievable. And, of course, later in the year you might have snow. We'll talk about that, too. But right now, if they come down, what are some of the others? fishing, obviously. How's the fishing going right now? The, the fishing, it, it's. It's, it's winter fishing, so um, it's different than you would expect. We don't have a whole lot of hatches going on um, like we do in the summer. Um, and if, if guys are uh, uh, fly fishing, they'll want to be uh, using a nymph rig, um, getting down low and presenting that fly right to the right to the fish's face. Um, and so it's pretty technical, but it's definitely doable. And the water clarity is amazing. Um, it's really clear, and you can actually go kind of look for those fish, and then once you've found them, you can, you can cast to them. That sounds awesome. Suppose I'm not a fisherman, though. Uh, you got trails. Tell me about the trails, the activities on the trails there. Yeah, so um, up north um, in a place, uh, Hayden Meadows, which is really close to Leadville, we've got a great little trail system up there, a couple-mile loop that's uh, centered around the river, um, and it's great for hiking, biking, horseback riding right now. And um, with some of this, uh, we've got some, we do have some winter weather coming in, and we're expecting to get, start getting some snow up there. Um, that's a great place to get out the snowshoes or some cross-country skis and, and go for a, a great scenic ski or uh, snowshoe up there. Um, which um, and that's all uh, man, uh, manpowered. So it's hiking, biking, those sort of things, um, and even horseback riding. But uh, if if anyone's interested in getting out on their dirt bike or off highway vehicle, um, we've got some great access to our Ruby Mountain campground. Um, those trails are pretty much clear. There's a few spots with some snow here and there, but um, but not a lot of snow on those trails. And the further uh, south and east you go down towards texas creek those trails are completely open and, and good to ride right now yeah so you could camp or headquarter right at one of your campsites and take your your atv or your side by side or even your jeep and head out on those trails and uh, they're spectacular this time of the year because even though there's limited snow down below there's still snow caps and the water and the view of the mountains there I, it'd be just a spectacular ride i'll bet yeah it's it's uh it's pretty around here right now. We did just get a little bit of snow in the high country, and the mountains are pretty snow-capped, and, and so it, it, it's beautiful here right now. Now, up in that high country, when they get some snow up there, do they do some snowmobiling, too? Yeah, absolutely. Here out of um, the upper Arkansas Valley, um, there's several different um, trail systems that are managed through our, um, the different snowmobile clubs. Leadville has one, Buena Vista has a club, and Salida has a club, and they do uh, trail grooming. 
and uh, and they're starting to. It's been a little thin up there, but we're starting to get a little bit more snow and and uh, the riding. Um, there's a lot, a lot of riding opportunities, and it's just going to get better and better as we start getting a little more snow. The last thing I want to touch on you with you, Andrew, is that you do have some winter weather coming in, and, and this goes for all of the mountains. When we get a fall like this, when we've had some snow, some freezing, some thawing, some ice build up low, where, where we could get dumped on with a significant amount of snow, we probably are going to be looking at an avalanche danger. People really need to be aware of that, don't they? Yeah, absolutely, Terry. That's, that's great. Um, with with our the limited amount of snow that we've gotten um and early in the in the season that snow is kind of set up there and and it's changed it's not like it was when it fell and uh and it's going to create a real unstable um layer and so if when we start getting some uh winter weather and start putting a lot of snow on top of that our avalanche danger is gonna is gonna get pretty high so i know everybody's really itching to get out and ride their snowmobiles or go backcountry skiing um but they really need to be careful when when uh with this especially these first few rounds of big snow if we start getting in these next few weeks. And yeah, I, we don't want to discourage anybody because our whole mantra is to get people outdoors. Is, as always, do it with caution, be aware of your conditions, and have the right equipment and know what you're doing. You know, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, it's just a great place down there. Uh, uh, some of my best fly fishing trips around the state have been winter fly fishing. And with the access you guys uh, have to the Arkansas River along that park and the weather we've been having, there's no reason to not be out there with the long rods enjoying some fly fishing. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Terry. Terry Wicks from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest motorcycle and ATV dealer. In fact... They got a display sitting right next to me, and we're going to come back with one of them right here on 104.3 The Fan. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company's Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. We are broadcasting live from the International Sportsman's uh, Exposition here at the Denver Convention Center. I'll be broadcasting here until 11. I will be here all day here today and all day tomorrow. There's so much to do. We're going to keep telling you about that. And we've got some giveaways going on today. Um, we've got our... our crew from the fan here with some swag they'll give you and you can register to win a $375 value backpack and gear package we got so much and come down and say hi there's so much going on here you know we've got we've got the demo tank and the hunting theater we've got the fly fishing theater we've got the youth fair there's something for everybody here and it's fantastic but it's not only about all you can see and do there's some incredible vendors here we're going to tell you about with deals that are just unbelievable and sitting next to me and joining me right now from uh, Sun Power Sports is Mark Kite and Mark? You guys really have a presence here. Yeah, sure we do. You know, um, it's uh, I think it's our fifteenth year here at Sportsman Show. It's just awesome, and this year we went as big as ever. You know, we've got uh, our import ATV and side by side booth. We brought our Harley Davidson dealership down here with us, and then as you know, the boat show's going on as well next door. And so, you know, we've got a big boat show uh, booth over there as well. So it's really going on here, and and people think, oh, you know what? Uh, I don't want to come down and. Just, uh, I'm not really getting a better deal, you know, because the, and I've got a great auto car sponsor, so I, I'm not going to disparage them. They're my good friends. But the car companies have taught people you're going to get another deal next month if you don't buy. Yep. But when you come to these shows, the, the ATVs and the motorcycles, and over here, these guys over here at A&A with their toppers, you guys get 
factory incentives for these shows that are real, aren't they? Yeah, we do. That's absolutely correct. You know, I mean, one of the things is it's not, you know, it's very funny. All weekend I've used it somewhat as, as a pitch, but it's really not a pitch. You know, I mean, this, this weekend we've got some special deals, you know, from our OEMs, both uh, Polaris, uh, Can-Am. You know, they've really stepped up to the pump, this this uh, sportsman show. So, you know, on top of current rebates, we get to add and, and pile up another rebate, which is a sportsman show rebate, where they give additional money for ATV and side-by-side purchases. So, you know, it's it really isn't a gimmick. You're, you're 100% right. This is probably our biggest show of the year uh, and biggest sale of the year, too, for that matter. Well, you know, if people just want to come down and kick the tires, because a lot of times they, and you guys are easy to get to, and we'll tell them where your store is located in a little bit. But if it, a lot of times they want to look at this stuff and they're they don't they want they love doing it here because they feel like they can browse around and not feel anybody approaching maybe or anything. What have you got here? If I want if I'm a motorcycle enthusiast or an ATV enthusiast and I want to come down, you're right by the front door. One you got one right here next to me. You got one at the boat show. What brands and type of vehicles am I going to see? Yeah, absolutely. So you know in our in our import booth we've got uh, Honda, Kawasaki, Can-Am, Polaris. So uh, you know all those brands there, and we have uh, you know full line of ATV and side by side. You know, what you're going to see is you're going to see, you know, the state-of-the-art stuff. You know, um, we've got a lot of custom builds there for all types of riding, whether you're recreational, you're hunting, you know, off-road ice fishing. I mean, we have all those different different units here, and they're set up for, you know, specific uses. Um, so you're going to see that. And, uh, yeah, it's that, that booth is just really something to see. There's a lot of cool stuff I there. saw the one with the tracks on it. I love that. You know, you and I have taken ATVs out ice fishing together a few times and had a blast. You guys got to get along better from Sun, though. You guys, ban- you get you're a little competitive. Yeah, right. We are a little competitive. For you sure, are. So. <laughs> you know, but, but we have we have some fun. And by the way, if you want to ever see the Sun guys, go to my YouTube channel, Terry Wick, the best of fishing with Terry Wickstrom. They're all over at ice fishing. We had a, we did have a blast, but you, the one with the tracks can go just about anywhere. And then there's a lot of lakes in Colorado that allow you to have an ATV or a snowmobile or a vehicle with tracks on it. And the times we were ice fishing, I remember once at Granby and another time up at Glendo, if we hadn't had ATVs to move around, we never would have caught the fish we did. Yeah, there's no question about it. You know, I mean, there, there's so much, uh, there, you know, there's so much success related around that, you know, being able to move around and be mobile, you know, that kind of stuff, and be able to get into some of those lakes. You know, we did, you and I, we've done Granby with Mr. Keefe, uh, Bernie Keefe, and those guys up there, you know, um, and, you know, we just went into Jefferson not long ago with Nate Zelensky, and we had a great time up there, and uh, I'll tell you what, I mean, it's, it's virtually unaccessible without something with tracks on them able to get back in there but i'm going to tell i'm going to pre- I, I think we weren't going to announce this till after the show but i'm going to make a little announcement that we are going to have a trip with nate Zelinsky and i ice fishing and you're going to find out how to win i think it's going to involve having to go to sun's facebook page Yep, absolutely. That's correct. So we're going to do something, and and you're absolutely right. I'm really excited about it. So we're going to take, uh, you know, some lucky guests from the station, and uh, we're going to go out with yourself and uh, Nate Zielinski and the guys from Sun, and we're going to do a trip, and and, uh, some lucky winner is going to win that trip and go with us, and it's just so much fun. We have such a great time. And I think the best way to keep track of that's going to be go to your, what is your Facebook page? Yeah, so it's sunnynt.com. Well, sunnynt is our website, excuse me, and then you can just, you can search on Facebook, Sun Enterprises. um, and like and share there, and, and we will be posting um, all the people that are liking and sharing Sun's Facebook page and Sun Harley Davidson, either one, both both sides, and uh, we'll be picking the winner off of that. So go to Sun uh, Enterprises on Facebook or Sun Harley Davidson and then like and share, and uh, we'll be picking one lucky winner to go fishing with us on a guided trip. That'll be kind of fun. Hey, I do have a, a bone to pick with you, though. Yeah. My grandkids were here yesterday. Okay, yesterday? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And 
they were here yesterday, and I've, they've got pictures posted sitting in your vehicles over there saying that's what they want for Christmas now. That was totally unfair. I hear you. Yeah, we get that a lot. You know, um, it's kind of nice. We've got all the go-karts here and all the kids' stuff here. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it puts parents and, and grandparents, puts a little heat on them. <laughs> <laughs> so if I do what, tell me again what brands you've got and what, what we're looking for here and some of the deals. Yeah, definitely. So here at Sportsman Show, you know, we've got Honda, Kawasaki, Can-Am, and Polaris in our import booth. You know, I want to give a big shout-out to our Harley-Davidson crew. Um, we've got Harley-Davidson here in force, so our Harley-Davidson dealership's here. Uh, both booths, we got just phenomenal deals and Sportsman Show only deals. So, um, you know, we've got additional rebates from the OEMs here that you can stack on current rebates. Um, so really is a great, great, great time to buy it, it really is and 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 you know come on down we want you to come down and even if you're just looking come on down and take a look here's a chance to see all the models in one really pretty compact area whether you're coming to the international sportsman's exposition or the boat show you have booths at both but come on and we want you to come say hi to me come by the radio we want to look for mark He's a really good-looking guy in a black shirt that says, son, you say hi, say, you heard him, he's a great radio star. But come down and, you know, kick the tires, sit on the vehicle, take a look at him. I mean, and enjoy the rest of the show. There's so much going on here. But if, you, if you're interested at all, you know, not only for the sportsmen, if you're, you know, we're going to get snow. And if you need a snow plow or if you need something to tend to that big driveway, probably this is the time to come get that. Sun has all of those accessories. Yeah, we sure do. We've got a lot of ATVs down here with plows on them, Terry. We've got all the full line of Honda snowblowers down here. Um, yeah, and you're absolutely right. You know what? Even if you're not ready to buy, come down. We'd love to meet you. Come say hi. You know, come see what's new in the power sports world. But also just come down and check out the Sportsman Show. It's just a great, great event. I look forward to it every single year, and it, it's just an awesome event. Oh, it really is. There's so much. And we'll, we'll, get, we'll catch up with you again later, Mark, and I had a lot of fun having you on. I'll come down and talk. I'll come down and sit in that one and send a picture to my grandkids, tell them they got to buy it for me for Christmas. Awesome, Terry. That sounds good. That's great. Thank you, Mark. Hey, Everything thank you, good. Terry. Before we go, I want to tell you about a few of our other partners that are down here, too. Um, just uh, Sun is right when you come in the door, you'll see one of their booths. If you walk on by where I'm at the big fish tank, I'm going to be here all uh, all day. I'll be broadcasting till 11. If you walk on by us a little bit, and you're going to come to A&A Toppers. And they're another one that, you know, they, Sun, A&A Toppers, we have some, you know, we're celebrating 20 years on the radio. And these are some partners that have been part of our show for, you know, a major part of that and long-term special partners. And we take a lot, a lot of pride in representing the right people. A&A Toppers, just down from us, has all their truck accessories, their vault systems for your valuables, you know, the truck vaults and the cap caps and vaults and the, uh, those type of things. But they've got their toppers on sale. They carry ranch. They carry um, Snug Top, and they carry Lear, which is number one selling camper in, um, in America. And I want to tell you, I have the Snug Top on my truck, and it is just phenomenal. It is just unbelievable. It is the Cadillac of truck toppers, and the, the guys from Snug Top are here. And just like Sun, A&A has these show deals going on where you get the very best price of the year right now. And Snug Top has stepped up phenomenally. So if you're looking to buy the best of the best at the best price, you won't get a better time than right here at the ISE show. Stop by the A&A Toppers. And by the way, I want to thank A&A Toppers. They've been running a, a congratulatory ad for me during the week. Um, it is the anniversary, a 20th anniversary of our show. And they've been... Uh, 
they've been just all over it on the radio congratulating us. It's very humbling. And it's also very exciting to have partners that are so ingrained in what we do. And they talk fishing and hunting with us all the time. They understand your needs as an outdoor person. They're going to outfit your truck the way you like it. Before we go, I want to touch on a couple quick things. One is our tomorrow is going to be our kids' fishing rod giveaway. Brad Peterson is going to do a seminar uh, at 12.30, excuse me, yeah, 12.30 uh, on teaching kids to fish. And it's a great, we, tra- we started it last year, it was really popular, and we gave away some fishing rods. So this year we got, we got about three, four dozen kids combos to give away. So what we're going to do is starting at noon, you come to the booth and Karen's going to give tickets out. And everybody that gets a ticket, will it will get a rod and reel. So what we will do is we will um, we will give that rod and reel uh, tickets out, and then after Brad's seminar, you'll be able to uh, uh, go to the back of the tank, and Brad will have a, a a fishing rod for those kids. So we'll post something on Facebook too. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoke Fish Company. The secret is in the fire. One hundred four three, the fan.